The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, Paul's Pizza in Westchester, DiamondGhostCharters.com, HookandHuntTV.com, Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the magazine for the true Midwest sportsman, Run Lake Area Tourism at Visit renlake.com and enjoy renlake.com bizbait the soft plastic baits made for the professional bass angler who want to catch more fish that's bizbait.com don't forget for that true canadian experience go to visit sunsetcountry.com that's visit sunsetcountry.com <laughs> This is Chauncey from Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Come on out and follow me into the great outdoors. Whether it's close to home or across this great country, come on out and follow me. Hey, everybody. This is Chauncey bringing this show to you from Hayward, Wisconsin. That's right. We're up for the big game fish opener here in northern Wisconsin. We're going to do a little bit of walleye fishing, maybe some crappie and all kinds of stuff. And I'm I'm excited about this. So when the show's over, I'm out the door. <laughs> but on this week's show, we're going to have our good friend Tim Mondel from the Forest Preserve District of Cook County. It's the first Saturday of the month. What does that mean? That means Tim's going to be coming on to tell us all the different programs that we can become involved with and enjoy in the great outdoors. Then we're going to talk to Chuck Rolls of Chuck Rolls Guides Service in Hayward, Wisconsin. That's Chuck, R-O-E-H-L-S, guideservice.com. Remember that. And he's going to talk to us about the opening of game fish season, which for me is going to be happening in about 55 minutes. <laughs> and we're going to uh, have some fun. We're going to get out there and see if we can find some of those fish. But it's all happening in Wisconsin today up uh, throughout the state. And... Um, what we need to do to prepare ourselves when the next time we're going to go out here at the beginning of the season. Then in our last segment on the show, we'll have the infamous Aiden Fishing Report, who went out trout fishing. I got a little video I'm going to have to post on Facebook, and I haven't read his fishing report yet, but I'm looking forward to it. And we're going to hear a call from Captain Tony off the boat of DiamondGhostCharters.com out on Lake Michigan. And we'll have some other outdoor news and fishing reports for you. Where? all here on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Remember to tell all of your friends to listen in and, you know, to ESPN Chicago app. They can simply download it, listen to us for free, listen to the stream, listen to our podcast, however they want to do it, and also go to Facebook slash Chauncey's Great Outdoors, and you can get all the information about the outdoors for many states around the country and some fishing reports, our video fishing report that we also place there too. So there's a lot of outdoor information here, Facebook, and everywhere else where on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Don't go away. We'll be right back because you know us. We know the outdoors. (laughs) 
If you fish and hunt in Illinois, you'll love Midwest Outdoors magazine. Right now, you can get a full year of Midwest Outdoors, 12 issues, for only $14.95. That's a $15 savings off the regular newsstand price. Whatever species you fish, whatever game you hunt, Midwest Outdoors experts will share their time-tested techniques and favorite spots with you. Each month, Midwest Outdoors has dozens and dozens of articles, reports, maps, and proven methods to help you enjoy the outdoors. Illinois residents receive a free state section focusing on fishing and hunting right here in Illinois. Pick up Midwest Outdoors at leading newsstands. Or to save $15 off the annual cover price, subscribe to Midwest Outdoors. You'll get 12 issues for only $14.95. Call now, 1-800-606-3474. That's 1-800-606-FISH. Visa, MasterCard, and American Express are accepted. Or to subscribe online, punch up MidwestOutdoors.com on the web. Midwest Outdoors, helping people like you enjoy the outdoors. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake, where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about Southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577 and plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester has everything you love and more. Their new take-home meals from Paul's Market right there in the store where you can bring it home, heat it, and enjoy your choice of baked lasagna, eggplant, baked rigatoni with vodka sauce, sausage and basil sauce, and more. Or you can try one of Paul's new family meals that will feed four to six people hot Ready for the table from eggplant parmesan, ricotta, gnocchi, chicken parmesan with sides, and a dessert you can't go wrong. And while you're at Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester, pick up a sandwich along with your take-home heat and eat meal for that true comfort food feeling. Place an order for pickup or delivery by phone to 708-531-9080 and tell them Chauncey sent you. When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. A salmon fishing trip with Diamond Ghost Charters is a perfect way to spend a half a day or a full day out fishing with friends, family, or co-workers all on Lake Michigan. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847 838 2037. That's 847 838 2037. And get ready to yell, fish on! Visit sunsetcountry.com and discover a world of possibilities from fishing, hunting, attractions, events, camping, tournaments, boating, and more. Whether you're staying at a resort for a week 
or camping, or just passing through, there are plenty of things to do in Sunset Country. And you can find it all on visitsunsetcountry.com. But the key to planning a perfect trip to Northwest Ontario is to go online to visitsunsetcountry.com and order your free Sunset Country travel guide and fishing map. And not dream about a Canadian trip, but be part of a Canadian trip at visitsunsetcountry.com. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. This segment is brought to you by Waterworks. Waterworks Boat Sales at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. You gone fishing. How do you know? There's a sign upon your door. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors on ESPN AM 1000 in Chicago. Be, you know. There's your hoe out in the sun. Hey everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And boy, I, you know, I'm waiting for that phone call. Wait, the phone is ringing. We know who this is. It's Mr. Tim Mondell from the Forest Preserve District of Cook County. Mr. Tim, how are you? I am well, my friend. How about yourself? I'm excited. It was it, the weather's warming up. Grass is growing. The squirrel is raiding my bird feeder. I'm excited about the outdoors. <laughs> uh, it's a great time to be outdoors. Let me tell you that. Oh, yeah. All the ephemerals have popped up, but the weather lately is mm-hmm. starting to feel summer-like. We're pretty excited over here. And I am seeing so many people walking the trails, riding bikes on the trails. Uh, you know, I've I haven't gone into any of the nature centers, but I you know I know that the people are just chomping at the bit to get to those places. What's happening in the forest preserves this month? Yeah, no, you said it. People are uh, people are uh, the nature centers from the outside space. Obviously, they're wonderful. Each place is a little bit different. Offers a little bit different. But I know folks want to see the exhibits. They've mm-hmm. they've missed it for the last year, and so um, yeah, we're getting there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, about that. Yeah, we're getting back in the swing of things. Um, in the past, we've, we've done predominantly virtual events um, and just limited in-person, smaller-sized groups. But now we're starting to expand that a little bit. I think we're usually offering anywhere of up to 50 people at certain events. Mm-hmm. Um, so as the weather's now, like you mentioned, summer-like, mm-hmm. you know, we've got Arbor Day. We have World Migratory Bird Day. Nature block parties, some of these staples in, in communities countywide um, that the forest reserves either put on by themselves or partnered with. So, we're excited to be back. We are too because we have just been waiting to program. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean that's that's the thing. People don't realize that you know all the employees of the forest preserve district that are working in the areas that have to have contact with people are just you know going crazy and they, they want to jump in on this fa- so much that, that it's uh you know they're as excited as anybody to start doing more and more outdoors yeah yeah i can tell i literally can tell you that my staff and i talk about this often so um yeah so again the preserves partners we're we're going to host a few things going on this month uh one of the bigger things is the world migratory bird day obviously it's not just countywide it's International, it's worldwide, it's in title. Um, it's usually allocated for that, I think it's the second Saturday in May, mm-hmm. but 
we're going to do it in a two-week expanse to kind of celebrate it. Um, there are other entities that do it as month-wide. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, we're doing it this way. We have to kind of dial back the amount of people we can have at any of these. Um, so we're doing a few things virtually. We're doing some activities online. But then from May 1st through May 15th, um, we have, I'm counting right now, I think we have about 16 or 17 different events in different places. Um, Sagawa Environmental Learning Center, mm-hmm. um, they're going to offer something on the 1st. Trailside is offering in the second. Same thing with Little Red Schoolhouse. Um, these are big sits, bird banding, spring migratory bird watches. Um, and then we're doing other things related to just World Migratory Bird Day specifically. So on the 8th, my team in the North Zone are going to be at Labaw doing a celebration. Um, and then where else do we have? Man, we have them everywhere. What I would encourage folks to do, like we normally do on the show, Chauncey, is just Mention them, go on the website, and if you click on May, there actually be a tagline right in front of it that says World Migratory Bird Day Celebration. Mm, It'll have a list of different activities being offered where. Um, And then I would be remiss, excuse me, not to mention some of the partners that are doing things. Um, Deb's Big Backyard is one of them, Environment for Americas, and then the Brookfield Zoo is offering a few snippets as well. Mm. That's cool. Yeah, you know, again, nobody expected this, right? Nobody anticipated this. So how do we still offer something that's going to really garner the most experience and really the most enjoyment from from the public? So we're trying to do things. We just do them kind of in smaller groups so people can get that experience. Mm -hmm. So that's one of them. Um, Arbor Day celebration, although, um, you know, just about past, um, we're still doing one this morning. We're going to do it out at um, Bunker Hill Grove Number Three, uh, talking about everything trees related. Resource management would be out there too, planting a few um, shrubs and species just to kind of add with it. It'd be kind of fun if you're interested and want to come on out. We have that going on. Yeah. Uh, and then if we push forward a little bit, at about 10 a.m. Um, it it considering everything that is going on in the world. Cultural awareness is something that is, is pretty clear and obvious. Um, so the Cook County Forest Reserve, uh, we've partnered with them in the past, but they are partnering with the American Indian Health Services um, to bring awareness to the missing and murdered Indigenous women and girls. Um, it's, it's a heavy subject. It's a heavy topic. It's, and it's really important. Um, so we are, again, in partnership with them from 10 a.m. to about 3 p.m., we're offering something up at River Trail Nature Center for this. Um, after today's event, it'll be up. The exhibit will be available to the public for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go on the website, too, you're going to find more information about it in terms of the breakdown, how the day is going to go, and then um, everything else included. Something, again, to, to bring to everybody's attention. Mm. Okay. Um, and then... Back to paddling. It's warm. We're doing it. Yep. Uh, so we're going to do our annual Chicago River Day cleanup. Um, that's on the 8th. That's going to be at Whistler Woods and Bobian Woods. Nature block party. Who doesn't want a block party with this summer-like weather? Um, that's going to take place Saturday the 15th at Eggers Grove. Um, and then then we kind of switch gears, Chauncey. What we're trying to do, again, I mentioned at the beginning of the conversation, is 
some of these smaller group settings. And at Little Red Schoolhouse, uh, we were doing a lot of nighttime events um, specific to that region. And then for folks not necessarily in that area but moving other areas, uh, we've, got, we've got everything from a spring pond paddle to dip netting in the dark and kayaking the displays during the sunset. Uh, we have quite a few things going on there. Mm. Yeah, kind of fun. Um, it's something different. You know, we winter time was tough enough, and you know, sun setting at three thirty, four, five thirty. You know, that type of frame. Now that it's later, it's nice for us to be outside a little bit longer during the day. Yeah, that's a little tough. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. It's, it's you want to have the ability to be outside as long as you possibly can. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a few challenges, you know, in terms of programming because. You know, the preserves is typically closed at sunset. Um, so if we can offer something that's unique, that's rare, then we'll try to do that as best as we can, too. Okay. Well, that's cool. Um, yeah, yeah, it's pretty nice. I think that, again, given all the large-scale events, some of the smaller ones, especially the evening and nighttime ones, and then, I don't know about you, but camping. I've got three little kids. Cannot wait to get them in a tent and a campfire and... You know, making banana boats and hot dogs and whatever else over the fire. I'm excited. So um, keep in mind that the campgrounds um, are open, and then we're going to actually start programming them. One thing that the department I work for, CEP, which is conservation and mm-hmm. experiential programming, um, we oftentimes will, will program the uh, campgrounds on the weekends from Memorial Day to Labor Day. I want to go camping, and I want to sit in one of your classes, and I'll sit quietly and not say a word. <laughs> Better than me. I can't keep my mouth shut, so that's fine by me. Yeah, that's we cool. do a lot of Camp Sullivan, mm-hmm. um, you know, Camp Shabona, and then if you want to go on the north side, we do them at Camp Reinberg as well. Cool. Um, each site's a little bit different, unique, typical to the Cook County Forest Reserve. Right. And we're staying with the Illinois Department of Public Health for the rules and regulations for masking and stuff like that, correct? Correct, yeah. Um, I know that there's been some recent changes, but uh, the Cook County Forest Reserve abides by the policies set forth by the IDPH. Mm-hmm. So um, programs still need masks. That's right. uh, and we're not... We're talking about trying to open the nature centers, but, you know, we're working our way into it. It's obviously unprecedented, so we're trying to figure some things out. But, yes, the definitive response to your question is, yes, masks must be worn at all times. Cool, cool. Well, I think we covered a whole bunch of stuff, didn't we? I think so. I again, I talk way too much. That's all right. Talk too much. That's okay. You can talk. <laughs> fine. And I'm just, I'm just trying to think if, if there was anything. And of course, as fishing is available at you know so many different lakes and areas around the county, uh, forest preserves, the ponds, the lakes, the bigger lakes, the you know some of the uh, you know the rivers and streams. You know, it's available to go fishing at and stuff like that. So you know, don't think that the, you can't go fishing. There's lots of places to go fishing. Just go online to the. Uh, Forest Preserve District website, which is what again? FP, what? Give me it again. FPDCC.com. We'll have uh, we'll have those events up there. If you click on the events tab, which is about four or five to the right, once you uh, mm-hmm. enter the homepage, I have a full listing on there. Um, and things to look for again: traditional annual events that that folks really enjoy from these communities. We're going to have a big fishing derby uh, Saturday, June fifth. 
Bobby and Wood celebration on the 12th, mm-hmm. and then Juneteenth and the 19th, to, to just mention a couple of them. <sighs> I'm ready. I'm ready, my friend. I know. <laughs> We're <laughs> eager. Let's get out. <laughs> That's right. You got it. Tim, thanks so much for coming on the show this morning, as always. Appreciate it, Chauncey. That's Tim Mondel, everybody, from the Forest Preserve District of Cook County, uh, who is has a plethora of information every first Saturday of the month for us to tell us what we can go do right in our own backyard of the Forest Preserves. This is Chauncey and Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Waterworks has been through this pandemic for everyone who owns a boat or dreams of buying a new boat. Waterworks wants to make your dream of owning a 2022 Lund or Low boat powered by your Mercury outboard this year. Waterworks is taking deposits now for the 2022 London Low Boats with a Mercury outboard motor to be ready for that fall fishing trip. But if you have a boat you're not using or want to sell or maybe trade in, Let Waterworks give you a price no one can match. Waterworks will hold your special Waterworks price on these new models and give you all those special price incentives way before any boat show and guarantee to hold that price today with a deposit made today. So stop in now and make a deposit on your 2022 Lund or Low for that fall fishing trip with a new Mercury outboard at a price no one can match. Go to waterworks.com or call them at 708-798-9700. If you fish and hunt in Illinois, you'll love Midwest Outdoors magazine. Right now, you can get a full year of Midwest Outdoors, 12 issues, for only $14.95. That's a $15 savings off the regular newsstand price. Whatever species you fish, whatever game you hunt, Midwest Outdoors experts will share their time-tested techniques and favorite spots with you. Each month, Midwest Outdoors has dozens and dozens of articles, reports, maps, and proven methods to help you enjoy the outdoors. Illinois residents receive a free state section focusing on fishing and hunting right here in Illinois. Pick up Midwest Outdoors at leading newsstands. Or to save $15 off the annual cover price, subscribe to Midwest Outdoors. You'll get 12 issues for only $14.95. Call now, 1-800-606-3474. That's 1-800-606-FISH. Visa, MasterCard, and American Express are accepted. Or to subscribe online, punch up MidwestOutdoors.com on the web. Midwest Outdoors, helping people like you enjoy the outdoors. When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. A salmon fishing trip with Diamond Ghost Charters is a perfect way to spend a half a day or a full day out fishing with friends, family, or co-workers all on Lake Michigan. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847 838 2037. That's 847 838 2037. And get ready to yell, fish on! Visit sunsetcountry.com and discover a world of possibilities from fishing, hunting, attractions, events, camping, tournaments, boating, and more. Whether you're staying at a resort for a week 
or camping or just passing through, there are plenty of things to do in Sunset Country. And you can find it all on visitsunsetcountry.com. But the key to planning a perfect trip to Northwest Ontario is to go online to visitsunsetcountry.com and order your free Sunset Country travel guide and fishing map. And not dream about a Canadian trip, but be part of a Canadian trip at visitsunsetcountry.com. Jim Crowley from HookandHuntTV.com shows anglers and hunters how, when, and why to be a better angler and hunter. You will enjoy his approach to the outdoors that will help you be a better sportsman. Watch him on HookandHuntTV.com, online at Pride Outdoor Network, on Roku, and on Firestick TV. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. This segment is brought to you by DiamondGhostCharters.com. Go fishing with Captain Tony and get ready to yell, fish on! Somebody say hey, we want some This is Kevin Van Dam, and you're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And the phone is ringing. Who's on the phone? Well, (laughs) we have a fine gentleman from the far northern reaches of Wisconsin. Boy, that almost sounds very official. But we have Chuck Rolds, who runs a great guide service up in the Hayward, northern Wisconsin area. Chuck, good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. One of the things we want to talk to you about is today, Saturday, is uh, one of the great holidays of the state of Wisconsin. It's the opening of game fishing, isn't it? Exactly right. Yep, this is a big time up around here. A lot of excitement. Many people who are listening to this program, whether they're in Michigan, Indiana, Kentucky, Virginia, Maine, uh, they don't understand. This is like bigger than deer season opening (laughs) in Wisconsin or New Year's Day because so many people are, are biting at the bit to, you know, go walleye and bass fish and muskie doesn't open yet does it uh no it doesn't open yet um basically what's opening on the first of may this year will be your basically your game fish which really just sums up walleyes and northern now because we've had a bass season that actually opens year round that's catch your lease mm-hmm. up until the first but then on the first if you choose to uh want to keep a bass you can yeah um but you want to check your regulations always and just double check that you know don't always go off of what people say um no. so but the big and crappies are open year-round um all panfish are actually uh but the, the big target really is on opening weekend is uh walleye everybody wants a, a shot at that walleye that's a hot, hot number right there because they're so beautiful in a frying pan it, yeah yeah i agree <laughs> um the, uh, I talked to an old guide one time, and he says, why, is, why do you suppose walleyes are so popular, as you just said, in a fry pan? Mm-hmm. And I said, I don't know. He's like, I could tell you that answer. He says, because walleyes really don't taste like anything. They don't have an unf- offending flavor to some people that don't like that. You know, like a northern might taste maybe a little bit more fishier than a walleye does. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, all the fish have 
a little bit different flavor where a walleye is more of a neutral flavor. And I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense, you know. Never thought of it that way. But. Yeah, but, you know, I hate to tell you this, Chuck. I'm one of those weird people that if I have a plate, and two plates in front of me, one with wall, I'm going to eat both of them. But if I have one with walleye and one with perch, I'm going to eat the perch first. <laughs> I agree. I love perch. Okay, well, we need to talk about exactly what's going on. Uh, I mean, it's opening weekend up in was you know in the state of Wisconsin for the game fish season. We've been in the 70s. We've been in the 80s. We have some waters that are touching 50 down here. You don't have that up there, do you? Well, um, actually, yes, we did have 70s and 80s about a week, two weeks ago, I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. Um, literally hit 82 degrees one afternoon, and it was hot feeling just because we got pulled out of such a, a cold spell from there. And I never saw the ice go away off our lakes so quick. It was probably usually ice out takes weeks, and it just it's, it's like watching grass grow. It just takes forever for it to get off the lake. Well, this year... It went from pretty much being able to drive a truck out one week on the ice. We, we drive trucks out here all, all winter long. And then uh, and then pretty soon the ice started getting a little softer, so everybody you know, doesn't do that anymore. But you can still walk out. As long as there's ice that's connected to shore, you can still get out there because the thickness of the ice is actually as good out in the middle of the lake, but towards shore it rots first. So mm-hmm. you can walk out there, and uh, that only lasted about a week, and that hot spell came, and a lot of wind came and stirred up that water, and... Within a week, most all the small lakes were cleared off of ice, and some of the big lakes, uh, like Round Lake and and uh, Couderay and those kind of lakes, they usually hold ice the best because it's clear, it's deep water, and sometimes those lakes are fighting by opener. We're wondering if that ice is going to be off. Well, those lakes have been cleared of ice for about a couple weeks now. You know, mm-hmm. it's at least probably, and uh, so yeah, we. We don't have to worry about floating icebergs around this year. No, <laughs> no, you don't. No, no. You, but you... Um, that being said, that we did have a lot of other cold weather come since then, and uh, it's so. Then after it got eighty degrees, seventy degrees out for about oh a week, let's just say, but that's stretching it. Then after that, probably for the last two weeks, I've been seeing we've been seeing a lot of twenty degree nights and freezing nights, and probably temps in the forties. And that's not warming much, no. That's, that's actually going the opposite direction. Yeah. <clears throat> so, you know, you mentioned crappies. Where would you be looking for crappies if somebody wanted to, you know, early season, you know, get, you know opening of the season, uh, even though crappies are year-round fish, what would you be looking for crappies this time of the year? Well, there's, there's two things I'll look for, um, and it really depends on their springs. In Wisconsin, I'm sure everybody has variable seasons, you know, where it's cold one spring or warmer one spring this up here, it mixes up so much. You just got to look at the time and, you know, what is the water temperature? And if it's really, really cold and I'm looking for crappies, I'll go maybe looking towards cricks first because a crick running into a lake will give it maybe one or two degrees warmer water. Mm-hmm. And you can find crappies piled up in that one or two degrees warmer water. They just find it and they, they hang out in it. And it doesn't always mean you have to be right in the mouth of that creek. You don't have to be in six inches of water or, you know, a foot of water. It doesn't, I've, I've seen it where I've backed off and I've gotten out, you know, 100, 200 yards and just aimlessly drifted away from where I thought they probably would be. All of a sudden I ran into them, and, and they're not always on the bottom. Sometimes they're suspended right under the um, – I remember one of the best crappie fishing I probably ever had was just the coldest day. I was almost having hypothermia because I didn't dress warm enough, but it was raining <laughs> on me. I got in front of a creek. 
and worked it so hard. I'm like, they're not in here. And I got out of there and I got a crappie right when I was pulling out, like just a long ways away. And it was up on the surface. I put my, my bobbers about a foot under the water and I just started nailing huge crappies and they were just all suspended and you couldn't see them because it was raining, you know? So, mm-hmm. but, uh, it, it just, it, it, a lot of times you bump into something and especially crappie wise. And then you try things like what I did that time is I, I caught that crappie while I was actually reeling in a slip bobber. And so I went and threw my slip bobbers back out. I didn't get any more crappies. And then I started hitting my head. I was like, well, when I was reeling that in, obviously that slip bobber will slip and that bait would be closer to the surface. So then I finally figured out to, you know, adjust up to the surface and that's where they all were. And uh, so it just little things that you got to just kind of crack the code all the time, you know? Oh yeah. Now <clears throat> walleye, everybody wants those golden, beautiful things. Uh, right now this is going to be a challenge up north with the cool weather uh, that you you know even though it was warm you get cold weather water hasn't jumped up in temperatures uh hopefully they're gonna they should be done spawning maybe question mark (laughs) yeah that i'm pretty sure they probably should just because they had a jump usually when the ice goes out is about when they start uh they start spawning Mm -hmm. and actually that's kind of a you know more I hear hearsay. I don't. I'm not allowed really on the water searching for that kind of fish that time of year. So I I don't actually know hands on. Yeah. Um, but what I do know is you know by opener, then I start seeing walleyes, and you're always looking you know wondering if if the, the spawn is going on or not. But normally it's when the ice goes off um, they start, and so the season's been quite long for they should be able to have finished up spawning by now probably Mm -hmm. Um, you'll know a lot of times you'll have milt in the when you start catching smaller wallies if you start seeing milt you'll know the the spawn's still the end of it maybe or or maybe the middle of it you know whatever but uh so that white substance is kind of a telltale sign that uh there's it's still going on but uh Probably the next question is where to go for them, right? Yeah, well, where, where would you be hiding? I mean, you know, looking at you know uh, current areas. Are you looking at creek uh, bottoms? Are you looking at uh, rocky flats? I mean, or or is it anything and everything? <laughs> um, it, it is. Uh, there's a couple places I really like, and one is you, you stay shallow. Uh, you don't if you're looking for an active fish. I, I don't normally go out deep that time of year, and but I have definitely seen them. Let's say the spawn's still going on. I've seen them in six foot of water and in riverbeds and that kind of stuff in the daytime, and even up to eight foot of water. Mm. Uh, but a lot of times I'll find one or two foot of water is the magic number, and you can just throw rapalas kind of and just kind of cover some areas. That works well. Uh, new growth weeds I find is one of my more favorites. Um, stumps really good spot too uh and then rocks like you said that's that's super important if the spawn is still going on mm-hmm. because at least you'll have males going in there and uh and working those rock flats so you should be able to catch a couple walleyes off the rocks too mm-hmm. and you know walleyes are just a rock kind of animal too so they like transition if you can find that if it's not the rock flat like you said if you can find that edge of the rock maybe or it meets the mud meets the sand a lot of times that can be a, a nice spot if you can find weeds mixed with rocks mixed with mm-hmm. a stump you know that can make a way a good a good combination but uh you got to watch it because if it's too cold you know your, your weeds still have to grow yet so they might just be little little pieces of grass yet down there you know not mm-hmm. really growing up so um 
And you know, that's just something that you gotta look over. Kind of amazed me. You said a foot, two foot of water. I, I don't think I've ever fished a foot or two foot of water early in the season for walleye. I'm gonna have to try that today. That's a really good idea. Well, yeah, it's um, and you know, it, it is more of an evening towards dark. They definitely will go up there, but I've definitely seen them. Uh, and a lot of times, what I'll do, like especially when it starts warming up a little bit, I'll. I'll start putting on a pair of good polarized glasses and actually scanning the shoreline, and I'm actually looking for crappies. But um, if you really know what you're looking for, you can see a, quite a few walleyes just hanging on the bottom right up by shore, and usually they're within a, you know, a log or something, and they blend really nice. If you don't know that white tip on their tail, you'll never see them. They look just like a stick down there. But mm-hmm. uh, I've seen plenty of walleyes that are sitting in you know shallow water. Most people bigger walleyes are a deep water animal and in the spring i mean they start out in a foot of water spawning and you know they they do head out in deeper water towards the summertime but Mm -hmm. i normally won't go any more than probably six seven foot until maybe you know later in the month anyway yeah so keep shallow as i can right everybody we're talking with chuck rolls who has a it's called chuck rolls guide service he he's based in hayward but he fishes many lakes and uh, guides on many lakes in northern Wisconsin there, uh, and his phone number is 715-699-2045. And uh, before I let you go, I just wanted to throw one more question at you. If the crappie are, you know, in shallow and the bluegill are up in that area and walleye are kind of could be in that area, you know, that's the buffet table for those big guys with teeth, isn't it? Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, the, you got your northern and bass are definitely going to be in that too, and you know, if a muskie happens on your line, it's legal to catch it as long as you're not targeting it mm-hmm. and you release it. You know, take a picture of it, be careful with them, and, uh, you know, put them back in the water. And that is a possibility, too. But muskies will spawn the last of all the species. So a lot of times they are uh, pretty lethargic because they're still in that, that spawning process this time of year. Mm-hmm. But um, that's always a possibility, too. But northern, northern are very good this time of year. That's, that's a great fish to be fishing um so it's fighters they can eat up they're a little harder to clean but yeah. uh it's a fish that we like to eat up here oh yeah they, <laughs> they taste really good as a matter of fact uh probably the smart thing to do is get a a thin wire leader at the end of your line before you're hooked because if you hook a walleye and you got your got crappy stuff on they can nip it if you get a, a pike he's gonna nip anything uh <laughs> any except for a wire a thin little wire leader is going to save you a lot of lost bait this time of the year, right? Correct. Yes, it will. But what I would rather take the chance on, let's say I'm just running a jig in a minnow because mm-hmm. everything likes to eat that, that time, this time of year, Yeah. and that northern hits it, you don't lose that northern every time. I would say closer to 50% of the time you will get it in just because you hooked it by the lip. It mm-hmm. has to go all the way into their mouth, and then the, it has to go past the right teeth in order for them to cut it. But when it goes past that tooth, it cuts it just like a pair of scissors. Oh. Um, so you have a chance of catching, you know, 50, maybe 75% of your northern on just a regular jig and a minnow, but you're still working walleyes, you yeah. know, that kind of thing. But as that being said, bring extra jigs because you might be tying. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's and it's always a bad thing to, to break line, you know, kind of a heartbreaker, mm-hmm. but at least you know you're doing the right thing. Hey. What I like to do is, if I know it's a northern, if you can tell between a northern and a walleye bite, a walleye is usually a little slower bite. It's more like a inhaling hit, mm-hmm. a double pump, a lot of people call it. Mm-hmm. A northern will pop that thing and run quite fast with it. If I identify that's a northern, I'll set the hook on it much quicker than a walleye. A walleye, I might give it a three count. 
the northern owl will smoke them right away. Smoking them mm. means setting the hook. <laughs> cool. Cool, Chuck. Well, I want to thank you for coming on the show this morning. Once again, give me the full name of uh, your guide service and the phone number. Oh, sure. It's uh, Chuck Rolls Guide Service, and the phone number is 715 699 2045. 715 699 2045. Or you can go to Chuck Rolls Guide Service.com. That's yep, just. That'll work. That'll work too. And you, you see great pictures of very family friendly. <laughs> guide service uh you know whether it's you and your buddies or your family that's going out he he can make those fish he can find fish to get them and just like you could hear there's a dog way in the background it's like a good labrador that's my lab yeah it's a good labrador retriever on the water sniffing out uh, fish for you (laughs) but yes no it was it was very nice talking to you thanks very much you're listening to chauncey on chauncey's great outdoors you know us hey we know the outdoors Waterworks has been through this pandemic for everyone who owns a boat or dreams of buying a new boat. Waterworks wants to make your dream of owning a 2022 Lund or Low boat powered by your Mercury outboard this year. Waterworks is taking deposits now for the 2022 London Low Boats with a Mercury outboard motor to be ready for that fall fishing trip. But if you have a boat you're not using or want to sell or maybe trade in, let Waterworks give you a price no one can match. Waterworks will hold your special Waterworks price on these new models and give you all those special price incentives way before any boat show and guarantee to hold that price today with a deposit made today. So stop in now and make a deposit on your 2022 Lund or Low for that fall fishing trip with a new Mercury outboard at a price no one can match. Go to waterworks.com or call them at 708-798-9700. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about Southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577 and plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester has everything you love and more. Their new take-home meals from Paul's Market right there in the store where you can bring it home, heat it, and enjoy your choice of baked lasagna, eggplant, baked rigatoni with vodka sauce, sausage and basil sauce, and more. Or you can try one of Paul's new family meals that will feed four to six people hot, ready for the table from eggplant parmesan, ricotta gnocchi, chicken parmesan with sides, and a dessert you can't go wrong. And while you're at Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester, pick up a sandwich along with your take-home heat-and-eat meal for that true comfort food feeling. Place an order for pickup or delivery by phone to 708-531-9080 and tell them Chauncey sent you. 
Jim Crowley from HookandHuntTV.com shows anglers and hunters how, when, and why to be a better angler and hunter. You will enjoy his approach to the outdoors that will help you be a better sportsman. Watch him on HookandHuntTV.com, online at Pride Outdoor Network, on Roku, and on Firestick TV. When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. A salmon fishing trip with Diamond Ghost Charters is a perfect way to spend a half a day or a full day out fishing with friends, family, or co-workers all on Lake Michigan. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847 838 2037. That's 847 838 2037. And get ready to yell, fish on! You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, Paul's Pizza in Westchester, DiamondGhostCharters.com, HookandHuntTV.com, Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the magazine for the true Midwest sportsman, Run Lake Area Tourism at VisitRunLake.com and EnjoyRunLake.com, BizBait, the soft plastic baits made for the professional bass angler who want to catch more fish. That's bizbait.com. Don't forget for that true Canadian experience, go to visitsunsetcountry.com. That's visitsunsetcountry.com. Segment is brought to you by Waterworks. Waterworks Boat Sales at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Now take down your fishing pole and meet me at the fishing hole. We may not get a bite all day, but don't you rush away. What a great place to rest your bones and mighty fine for skipping stones. You feel fresh as a lemonade. Setting in the shade. I'm listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoor on ESPN Radio AM 1000 in Chicago. Like a food, what a fine day to take a stroll and wander vision hole like a. Hey everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And yep, this is our outdoor news. The Aiden Fishing Report. We'll hear from Captain Tony and more coming up here in a few minutes. But let's get some outdoor news. The Illinois Department of Natural Resources wants to congratulate the students from Champaign Centennial High School and Jefferson Middle School in Champaign and Danville, uh, Northeast Elementary Magnet School, for their first place finishes in the recent National Archery in the Schools program. This is where they're actually teaching archery at high schools and elementary schools throughout the state of Illinois and in many parts of the country. This is a really great program. And once again, the National Archery in the Schools program is a nationally acclaimed youth archery program that is curriculum-based. And it, this is such a great thing. And uh, I want to congratulate the, those schools that did it. And maybe we'll see more schools in the up-and-coming Volunteers, though, are needed in the Sheboygan County in Michigan. 
through early June to stand guard uh, as mature lake sturgeon head upstream to their spawning sites along the Black River. The Black Lake uh, chapter of the Sturgeon for Tomorrow is working with the Michigan Department of Natural Resources and the Native American tribes to protect these fish from being illegally harvested during the six-week spawning season. If you have the time and want to help out, call Jim or Mary Paulson at 989-763-7568. Let me repeat that. That's Jim and Mary Paulson at 989-763-7568. And you could be a stoigen protector. (laughs) I love that. Uh, our friends to the north, Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources, wants everybody to know that today is the opening of the game fishing 2021 to 22 season. Uh, you have to have your licenses in your hand and make sure you've got all the stamps you need. All regulations and license requirements uh, will be applying like they did last year. So make sure you have your license for game fish season that opens today in Wisconsin. Our friends in North Carolina have reported that no, no evidence of chronic wasting disease has been detected in the state's white-tailed deer herd population, according to their biologists. They took over a 1,000 deer tissue samples and sent them uh, to the Wisconsin DNR and had them do the, the sampling testing, and none of them came back positive. That's always a good sign. Well, this is the most popular thing of the day, the Aiden Fishing Report, brought to you by Waterworks Marine, 18660 South Cicero Avenue and Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Make sure you uh, give them a call and say, hey, thanks for sponsoring the Aiden Fishing Report. Grandpa, Dad told me he sent you the video of me catching my first brook trout from the Rogue River by our house. It was opening day of trout season Saturday, last Saturday, and I was fly fishing, and I did it all by myself. I did good. <laughs> That's, he wrote that, I did good, exclamation point. <laughs> Billy's dad went to the St. Joe River and caught coho, lake trout, and a few kings uh, from 25 to 125 feet of water, but the fish were really far apart. They had to spend a lot of time chasing them. Linda Sue's parents and another couple fished out of Muskegon, and they were trolling the shoreline out to about 45 feet and took lake trout and some brown trout using bright-colored spoons and body baits, but that's all they caught. My buddy Roger and his dad were on the Muskegon River, and he said that the water levels are very low and clear, and they could cast at the northern pike and the walleye they could see, which made it a lot of fun. Bigger baits for the pike and medium for walleye. That's what they were casting. Things like rapalas and other baits like that. Mom told me that you were going to put the Mom told me you were going to put the video of me on your Facebook page, Chauncey's Great Outdoors, in your video fishing reports. I'll look at it later today. Love your fly fishing grandson, Aiden. <laughs> <laughs> the Aiden Fishing Report for West Michigan. Uh, the kid is like 11 years old. I'm sorry, 10 years old. Um, he was, uh, he's a tough stitch. But uh, once again, this report is brought to you by our friends at Waterworks Marine, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills. Got to say thank you to those guys for sponsoring the Aiden Fishing Report. 
Okay, let's talk about some local fishing reports also. Lake Michigan, Chicago. Well, smelt season ends April 30th. You know what? Enough said. Uh, power liners are doing okay north of Chicago, uh, in the Waukegan area, using night crawlers and large minnows. Some power liners were getting some fish in the Chicagoland area, but the numbers have dropped somewhat. Seems like the fish have moved off to a little bit deeper water. Okay, now let's hear from Captain Tony on what's going on on Lake Michigan. Hey, good morning, Johns. How are you doing? I hope everything's going good. Uh, fishing's been fantastic out there. The cohos have been booming again. Uh, they're not inshore, as we talked last week. They actually moved out to about 120, 130 feet of water, uh, anywhere from probably the old nuke all the way south. You know, uh, try to focus on the bait. The same stuff is working. Peanut flies, inch and a half flies, some spoons. Mix it up. You start catching fish, stay in that area. I mean, there are also uh, a couple kings were caught uh, the other day. Uh, probably a 15 and a, probably an 18 bonus fish. Mm. Um, no one's seen any rainbows yet, but there are lake trout around. Want a lake trout, put a spoon of some color down on the bottom or even run a spin and glow. Mm-hmm. You'll catch a lake trout. But the fishing is fantastic right now. I recommend hopping on it. And if you're looking for the book a trip, and call the office at area code 847-838-2037 or visit me on the World Wide Web at www.diamondghostcharters.com. And what do we yell every time we're on the boat with Captain Tony? Fish. <laughs> no, it's actually fish on. It's fish on. <laughs> I, I, I figured I'd throw a little yin-yang in there for you. Yeah, you did. All right, Tony, we'll talk to you. Hey, Take you care. Stay safe out there, everybody. Good fishing. Mm, bye-bye. Uh, Northwest Indiana, Tyree Williams said the coho were popping from Burns Ditch to almost Michigan City from 30 to 50 feet of water right now. Spoons and dodgers and flies are your best shots to go with. And when the wind changes, don't wait, get off the water. (laughs) It could get very rough. Cook County Forest Preserves, warm, warmer sunny days have a lot more fishing attention going on and they catch a lot more fish. Uh, golden roaches and even small minnows under a bobber can pull a couple crappie and largemouth bass from the shore. If the weather is cool, the fish will drift back out. When the weather warms up on the sun hitting the water, the fish move closer in. Uh, night crawlers on a hook and weight right on the bottom took some nice bullhead. Our friends at Run Lake Area Tourism, this respo- is sponsored by Run Lake Area Report, is enjoyrenlake.com. What can you say? Crappie, wild asparagus, morels, and turkeys this week. My buddy Jason Johns from Boneyard Outfitters said it's it's hard to decide what to do, so we might as well do them all. Crappie were still off the 154. Uh, better weather means better action. Don't pass up the rocks in South Markham as well as the breakwater in North Markham. All other species are fair to decent. Go to enjoyrenlake.com to plan your next trip and find the perfect hotel and places to go out and enjoy a meal. Chain of Lakes, bass are acting in a pre-spawn mindset right now in the chain. Mr. Speckle, that's the crappie, are in the deeper cuts and close to wood in deeper water. Walleye have spawned and are holding their bridges in current. 
White bass are pretty much slow on the chain. Pike want large roaches or something flashy. They like flashy things. Muskie did very well last weekend on a wide variety of baits, and they caught a wide variety of sizes of muskie. There's a 15-inch muskie that was also caught in the T-Channel on Sunday. Lake Geneva, May 1st is the game opener season in Wisconsin. We're going to be looking for smallies suspending at about 18 to 25 feet early in the day. Then they're going to move shallow as the sun comes up and then move out a little bit later in the afternoon. Why they're doing it, nobody knows. <laughs> a Delavan crappie fishing has already been not bad for most of the month of April. Most anglers are fishing 6 to 14 foot depth ranges. Small plastics and white and chartreuse are good, is what I would is what I would go with right now. Live bait fishermen, slip bobbers rigged with a small fathead minnow is also a good uh, option to go with. Some of the older anglers that were out there told one of my friends that he said the walleye are shallow, more shallow than you would ever imagine, like two feet of water and very, very spooky to when you cast anything there. Uh, Northern Pike and Delavan are doing pretty well on big minnows or flashy baits. It's that time of the year, folks. Uh, the Wolf River in Wisconsin, water temps have dropped with the cold weather up there. White bass action is still slow with water temps still cold. Uh, walleye are best on minnows and jigs or uh, rigs with a night crawler on them when you're going to drag the bottom to entice that bite. Uh, I'll be going uh, out in about, what, uh, 10 minutes? <laughs> We're heading out onto uh, the flowage here in Haywood. I'm looking for the crappies are suspending around those weeds in about 15 to 20 feet of water. I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, Jigging minnows and dress jigs are going to be working well. I could see those fat bluegills, the ones that got the humps on them. They're in about 20 foot of water, hitting waxies. Largemouth bass, they should be just off the weeds, woods at those bay mouths because they're looking for that little bit of warmer water and they're looking for anything that may have spawned that they could nibble their way through, as they say. Uh, oh, I can hear the flute playing, so that must mean we're coming to the end of the program. And I like to leave you at the Native American proverb before I get on the boat and get on the flow it's here in Hayward. It, this one is from the Omaha Nation. It is easy to be brave from a distance. It is easy to be brave from a distance. How very, very true. You know what? Please remember, we do not own the woods, the rain, the storm, the fish I'm going to be catching here in Hayward today. Hopefully, maybe a couple of nice mollies. <laughs> we really borrow it all from our children's children's children. Hey, this is the only world we have. We should make sure it's better for them, and they have a lot more than we had. Once again, we'll see you next week. Where? Right here on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us? Hey, we know the outdoors.